Welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is potential. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first, an update on the number three. We're still working on getting pre-sales all set up and ready to go. We are still about on track to launch on Monday. That's the plan, and we're still hoping to hold to that. Um, as far as shipping goes, we've already sold in the last three days. We've already sold a third of the pre uh, pre sale inventory, which was I expected us to, it to last us a month. So I'm very surprised at how fast we've been going through those. So be sure to get those ordered. That way you don't miss out. Um, there there may be a little bit of a time where we actually go out of stock of it for just a little while while we work on getting new stuff. So. Be sure to get your order in right away, and you can find that on our website under the folios section. So, today we're talking about potential. And really what I were talking mostly about, for me, is I was thinking about this the other day. What excites me? What drives me? What gets me motivated? What pulls me out of bed in the morning and gets me moving? <clears throat> and I was, this is also a little bit of a, of a take on uh, Jordan Peterson's podcast, which I've mentioned before and I love, and it's a great podcast, and you should go listen to it if you're looking for something encouraging. Um, but one of the things that we, we, he talks about a lot and I think is something we all feel, um, is how, what, what gives our life meaning, what gives us purpose, what gives us direction, what gives us energy towards doing things, right? Because I think it's very easy to say, well, I'd really like a life of leisure, right? We like to say to ourselves, I'd love to sit on a beach in Cabo and just, you know, you know, have the sand in my feet and warm drink in my hand or cold drink in my hand. And I think, um, that idea is something fun, but I don't think that's what really keeps us going, not not in a meaningful sense. I think when we look at what motivates us to action, there's a lot more to it. And I think for me particularly, I think as a small business owner, as a leader, as a person who's kind of in charge of my own schedule, it's important for me to really tap into what motivates me because it's very easy for me to say, you know what, I just don't want to work today. And it's not like I've got someone to yell at me if I don't. So when it comes down to it, <clears throat> I have to have a very good internal motivation. I have to have a, a strong sense of why I'm doing things, what I'm doing, and, and, and what's the, the reasoning behind that. And so I was thinking about it. I was thinking about what motivates me. And I think the short answer is potential. I really do. I find myself the most excited, the most engaged, and the most energetic when I'm picking up a new prototype from our cutting partners, or I'm picking up some new leather from our leather suppliers, or I'm launching a new marketing campaign and it's brand new. I mean, I love the potential of it all. I like the way that it could become something much bigger. And for me, I think when I look at the future of the company, and I look at the past of the company too, actually, it's potential that's driven us forward. Because... For me, when I when I got started in all of this, I dreamed of something bigger. I mean, as anyone does, I didn't want this to be a small little shop. I wanted this to be big. I wanted us to be the biggest name out there. I wanted us to build something that lasted and something that people knew and, and, and could experience for generations and something that was internationally available and internationally known. And so when I really sat down to start working on what that meant for how we were going to develop the product line, how we we're going to develop the product, it's it's interesting how the potential of what could be drove a lot of this. And I actually think it's very interesting when I was thinking about this because, for example, a lot of the startup community of the world today, particularly United States and particularly out west in the, the Silicon Valley, but not exclusively, of course, 
there is uh, this idea of um, building your company for the flip. Uh, and Gary talks about this. Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this a lot as well, how there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are starting their company, building their company, designing an app, building a user base for the sole purpose of selling it and making money by you know building something and then selling it and then going off and doing something else. And I think when you build a company that way, it's... It's tempting. It's very easy to say, I'm going to cut corners. I'm going to do things not as well as I should. Because it's not like it's really your... It's not yours in the long run. And you know that. You're not building it to be something that you'll you're, you'll be known for in 40 years and 100 years. And I think that's where a lot of those startups struggle. Because I think without the... The... the Without the organization to say, I'm going to build something that I'm going to be in charge of 100 years from now. I'm going to build something that I'm going to be in charge of 70 years from now. I'm going to build something that has my name on it and it matters 40 years from now. Building those things, it changes the way you act. Now, I find myself a very impatient person, which is not great, and I'm working on it. And that's something that is, of course, practiced as all you know good habits are. But I don't find myself particularly patient. And in many, in many times and in many cases, I find myself struggling with frustration over how little a certain thing that I thought had potential manifested. I look at something that I think to myself, this is going to be the greatest thing I ever do, and it doesn't take off the way that I thought it would. And that's happened a lot of times, and it's funny because I'm starting to, I felt my attitude change over the last two months as we've kind of worked on getting through our slow season. I've, I've, I've figured out that all of a sudden when the number threes started selling really well in the last three days, it was pleasantly surprising to me that it went well. I just assumed it was going to go terribly, which is not the way I used to be. Not even five months ago, I was, I was, I was mad when things didn't go as, didn't, didn't overachieve based off my expectations. So it's, it's interesting to see that kind of change in myself to see that now when things go well, I'm just like, wow, this is great. I don't, I'm, I'm surprised by success um, rather than just assuming that it'll happen. And I think that's just age maturity and disaster that happens, that leads to that. But the, um, the point though is that for me, I'm working on developing a longer view of myself, my legacy, my company, my product lines. I'm trying to say to myself, okay, how do I realize, how am I okay with that the, the idea that this thing may not be manifesting incredibly well right now? but it could have potential to, right? Because if I can change the disappointment into potential, into what it could be, that actually can motivate me again. That can drive me back to a place of excitement. I'll give you an example. The Murdy number two composition cut. It's one of our biggest uh, number two. It's actually the biggest number two. It's about the size of a number one. It's a little bit smaller, but it's very similar in size. And I thought when we launched that, it was gonna become more popular than the smaller size. I thought it was going to be the greatest corporate gift to give your executive team. I thought it was going to be the best um, choice for artists who are looking for a larger canvas. I, I thought it would be the great notebook that kids would take to you know class in school. But it didn't manifest that way. In fact, it's become a really, really slow product for us. It's actually, I think, our slowest moving product. And that's some, been something I've been having to kind of struggle with because it's not the way I expected it to go. But... At the same time, it provides an opportunity because what could that become, right? How do I, how do I take something that didn't go as well and, I, and I, how do I turn it into our best product? How do I turn it into something bigger than that? 
And there's a lot of potential there. There's a lot of opportunity. I think the number three has been the most recent thing that's been just, it's it's been killing me not to release it. And for those of you who follow us on our Snapchat, you'll know that I've been giving, you know, little giveaways, little secret hints um, as far as what it's about. I've been doing that for months because I've had it and I've been so excited to get it launched, but I just didn't have all of the materials and supplies in the right place to get it. So I've been so excited about the potential of what that could become. And that's driven me to, to work a lot harder than otherwise I would have worked. I think another part of the slow season for us that's been good for me is I've had I've had an opportunity to adjust my perception of what what our purpose is, right? I think before I thought that our product was going to be the hottest new commodity, that everyone was going to want one, that it was going to be the greatest thing to carry around, right? And that's just hubris, right? That's pure pride. I, I can admit that now. But, um, so, but I've had the time during the slow season to say, okay, you know what? What if we were prepared for the summer? What if we had taken the time to properly save the money we needed to? We had adjusted down our expectations. We suspected that there would be some seasonality and we would have, you know, planned for that. How, how good could this have been? And I think that I'm so excited for 2020 because now that I know what's going to happen, now that I know where we're at, I can do so much more proper planning. I can do a lot more decision making with proper, you know, information. And I think that potential about I think the potential of what this company could become in the next two to five years is exciting. It could be so much bigger than this. It could go so much further than this. There's a global market. There's a whole bunch of new product lines that people have been asking about that we haven't launched yet. There's opportunities internally to really perfect our process, to bring on some new pieces of equipment that'll make things faster and more organized. And there's opportunities from a marketing perspective to open up a potential retail space, have the workshop and the retail space be in the same place, which is something that I'm continuing to work on. And hopefully by October, November, we might actually have that where you could come and see that you could shop in the retail space. And at the same time, over the half walls of the retail space, you'll be able to see the assembly areas, the laser engraving areas, the cutting places. I mean, you'll be able to see it all, right? So there's potential there. There's a lot of cool opportunities there. And I think if I can say to myself, I can manifest these things. I can make these things happen if I can properly organize myself. And if I can go to work every day doing my utmost best to make that happen, if I can devote every ounce of my energy and time to building something like that, to see that long goal, to see that future, to see that that potential manifested, that's something that always drives me. So what about you, right? What motivates you? What are you striving for? What is the thing that, that moves you towards where you'd like to be? Because if you can't find that, right, if you don't have that, oh, what does Jordan Peterson say? The, the star to wish upon, right? That's, we lift our eyes up towards the heavens we find a star. It's it's classic. I mean, it's in Disney. It's in everywhere that this idea that you wish upon a star, right? But more more importantly, it's where do you where do you put your your focus, right? What's your aim? What's your goal? What's your future that you want? And what active steps are you taking to make that happen? Because if you don't know, have your goal figured out and you don't have any steps towards it, you're not going to make it there. It's not going to happen. Things don't just manifest. They, they take time and energy and effort. But it can be incredibly motivating having something like that, right? For me, the dream of what this could become, that's so motivating. That's, that's, that's why I get out of bed excited every morning. That's why I look forward to Mondays, right? I look at a lot of my time on the weekend when I'm relaxing and resting. It's, 
for me, it's a, it's a mixed bag of feelings because on one end, I'd like to be working. I'd like to spend every waking moment driving towards this goal. But on the other side of things, I realize that I have to rest. I have to sleep. I have to take a break. Otherwise, I'm not going to. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. We should actually... Let's try that again. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. Actually, I'm sorry. It's next Tuesday. This is Thursday. Tuesdays and Thursdays. I got to update my script here. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram or Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I do appreciate your patience. If you haven't already, go follow us on Twitter and Snapchat, murdycreativeco, no dot, just murdycreativeco. Uh, those are great platforms for us to continue to kind of give a little bit behind the scenes, new updates. Uh, Snapchat was actually the platform that heard first about the new number three launch. So uh, if you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. And word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So please tell your friends. You can leave a review on the podcast app you're listening on, or you can go leave a review for the product on our Facebook page under the reviews section of the Facebook page. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community. I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.